the show starts. So, ladies and gentlemen, that humiliating music means that it's uh, time for <laughs> season four, episode twelve of the Super Happy Fun Variety Dewey Buttock Hour. I am Patrick, otherwise known as Frederick, and uh, joining me uh, in orbit from her pork butt satellite is Meg. Um, It's the last show of season four. Uh, There was supposed to be a show last week, but I've been having a lot of technical difficulties. Uh, We're having technical difficulties right now, which is why you're not hearing much of Meg. Uh, so we're just going to soldier through this and uh, put the season, this horrible season behind us. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like Transformers <laughs> like, changing shape for your Like, these are Transformers. I'm going to try and get up. But, uh... <laughs> okay, you're, you're coming through pretty well right now. Yeah, see, I, I think it's, I don't know if it's on my side or, or whatnot, but as I was telling Patrick earlier, it'll be an interesting show. <laughs> Maybe a combination on, on like both our ends. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, I mean, can you can you hear me? I can hear you. I can okay. hear you. I did, mean, it's not a. It's did not you a, catch it's any just, of what I said? Uh, I caught that. You asked, did I catch any of what you said? I I catch pieces of it. You know, sometimes it's better. I think now it's better. Is the music stopped? Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, you don't that... know what this week's episode is called or, or anything. No, like it's going to be a complete surprise, no. which well, is I'm fine. I'm going to surprise you now. You're going to surprise me now? Yeah. It's the super happy fun variety Dewey Buttock Hour. Dewey Buttock? Yeah. Ew, why are your buttocks dewy? Just one. <laughs> or, or or is it It's somebody named Dewey Buttock? He's got, he's got <laughs> that would, the that most would be kind of a sucky name to have, I think. <laughs> that would be so unfortunate. You should be like... Like sitting there in class and the teacher's He's calling me role, like, yeah. like Gunter Mc, you know, Hooter, Dewey Bedek. <laughs> but uh, oh, I yes. like coffee. <laughs> For those of you who don't have the pleasure of viewing Patrick at home, he's drinking coffee. Right. What kind of coffee is that, Patrick? Uh, Barpco brand coffee. <laughs> the best kind. Made from the souls of former employees. Made from uh, real uh, armpit-grown coffee beans. Ew, that's disgusting. No, it's uh, some Dunkin' Donuts coffee that I got at uh, Costco. Oh, uh, let's see. All right, well... Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you'll be thrilled to know it's the last show of the season. <laughs> we'll be going on break for the summer. Yes. I plan on um, updating, like, random things to the site. Like, if if I find a much story, like, you know, that uh, just... Much like you've been doing so far. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I haven't been home a whole lot lately, you know? I've been camping, and then, you know, I've been at Maggie's well, half the that, time. Uh, but, ramp- uh, all that rampant whoring will eat up a lot of your time. Yeah, it does. You know, I really need to manage my time a little bit better. i got to tell them, you know, they got to keep it to just one hour... And then, you know, in between whorings, I can uh, have some downtime and get on the computer and everything. But uh, like the syphilis, the syphilis kind of gets in the way sometimes, but... <clears throat> Indeed. Yes. 
But, uh, yes, there I will be. There you ladies and gentlemen. That's the show. Goodbye. <laughs> no, 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 lots of stuff have happened, has happened. And actually, I'm going to kind of mention some things that I've talked about on my, my other blog. Um, did you hear about the whole GPS thing with TomTom? Tom, I'm taking your silence and the look that you're giving the camera that you're not even looking at. You're looking at your computer screen, but yeah, uh, I'm uh, taking that I, as I, Tom. Tom, I think has like a uh, like a new voice. Yes, it has a Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, themed series, and actually, at the moment, the only one that you can get is Darth Vader. But yeah, soon, you should be able to get. The next one's Yoda, I think, and then C-3PO, and then finally Han Solo. And I'm like, that is just, it's one more reason that I need to get a car, and then get GPS, so that I can have Darth Vader read the, uh, the directions you, to me. Why do you need a car? You could use, like, a horse, or a llama, or Well, there's, you know, I could, but it's a little hard to hook the GPS to, to the llama. Um, they have a tendency to, to eat... GPS systems, I've heard, so it's it's a little tricky, you know. But uh, uh, it's it's harder to uh, to keep them on a straight course, you know. Right. So it's constantly recalculating, and there's nothing more annoying than hearing recalculating when uh, when you've made a mistake and turned the wrong directions. Got to get a car instead of the horse. Cool, cool. But uh, yeah, there's a there's a video on YouTube actually, and I think they've got the guy who does the voice of Chad Vader mm. uh, to, to do make this video. It's hilarious. Um, it's basically like the challenges of getting Darth Vader in a sound booth to uh, record directions. So, but uh, that's a little bit of Star Wars related doohickey. Um, this past week was both uh, Star Wars Day and National Hokey Day. Was actually uh, there was a National Train Day. Was there? Uh, sometime here recently. Was there? It's Did you go on a train? Well, it's apparently a uh, new holiday. Oh, okay, it's a new one. Yeah, they're trying to push the whole high-speed rail thing through. Yeah. So there was a National Train Day. Just if you weren't aware. Yeah, I I I need to get online and like research and find out what, because I'm sure that it's it's set up so that every day could actually be a special day. Well, I heard and so, actually that com- to completely interrupt you. Okay, go ahead. Actually, I apologize. <laughs> un- go ahead and finish un- yourself. Unlike unlike what we normally do, where we wait politely. <laughs> so yeah, it, things usually came to blows like when we did the show at the same location. <laughs> as far as interrupting, I would just punch you in the face, and, <laughs> and then I would hit you in the head with a frying pan, and yeah. One time, Andy kinda... drew, drove his car through the uh, office door. <laughs> Recording at the theater. Yeah, he left. He left the room where we were recording. Was so uh, was so anxious to kind of get a word in edgewise. He left the room, went out to the car, and drove it into the building just to interrupt. We had a sort of a competition going between us to top each other. Exactly one us one upsmanship for for interrupting. Because I, I remember and, that after he did that, I went and stole an airplane and, and crashed it into the theater. And mm-hmm. and of course, that's about the time that I built the satellite, thinking, you know, mm-hmm. what could be better than crashing an airplane, but a satellite. And eventually, I was like, well, you know, I don't. It's it's a pretty cool satellite. I don't want to crash it. And that's about the time that we we switched, and you started broadcasting from Pittsburgh. So 
all became well. Anyway, you were interrupting me. You were in the process of interrupting me, and then we went on a tangent. Mm-hmm. What were you interrupting me about? I do not remember. <laughs> and the show derails. Uh, well, we were talking about special days, and you talked about train day. I don't know if there's anything that relates to that. Uh, I know that there's a, a towel day coming up for in honor of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Hmm. Where you're, uh, Maggie's going to be wearing a bathrobe and a towel at the coffee shop, actually in honor of of Towel Day. I think that's quite Anything a good idea. Else or just the bathrobe and the towel? Well, I'm sure she'll be wearing the uniform underneath the the bathrobe, but I haven't actually asked, so it could just be the bathrobe, uh, which you know could be our way of of upping. We we wanted to find a way of bringing more customers into the shop, so that that could be it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I have a neat geek-related thing. Did you hear about the, um, the thief in Australia who was stopped by Spider-Man and two Jedi? I'm aware of it. I, I saw the headline for it, but I never actually read the story. Okay, so uh, the guy who owned the comic shop in Australia, it was International Free Comic Day. Mm-hmm. And so everybody in the shop, you know, like all the people, all the employees and all the um, patrons were all dressed up, you know, as as their favorite characters and whatnot. And this guy was in there and he was acting kind of shady and whatnot. And the guy confronted him, the owner confronted him. And the owner was dressed like Spider-Man. And uh, there's actually, there's video of this, of the whole, like, confrontation and everything. And it's this guy who just comes up looking like Spider-Man. He's got the whole mask over his face and everything. Like, he has to see what the guy was was carrying, and turns out the guy was trying to walk out with, like, $160 worth of merchandise. Mm. And uh, so he started to make a run for it, and the owner was like, you know, somebody blocked the door. Oh. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and two Jedi jumped out and, like, blocked the door, and they pulled out their lightsabers and everything, and they, like, stood in front of the door. And then the Flash was there, and he was making sure everybody stayed calm. But uh, apparently all the customers thought it was, like, this ploy, you know? Like street yeah, to sell comics, be like, ha ha ha! Look, we're all dressed like superheroes, and we're we're foiling crime. Like, no, no, we're actually foiling crime. Um, That's pretty cool. So yeah, so the guy, you know, of course they were laughing. They're like, you know, imagine what the police thought when they showed up. Here's the Flash and Spider Man and two Jedi. You know, like got this guy. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was amusing. Indeed. I have a couple of news stories if uh, you want to hop right into that. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, I have to admit, recording from a different location in the house has been having some Wi-Fi issues as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't have my echoey microphone. Yeah, I noticed you're not in your man cave. Yeah, I'm in the dining room. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I seem to have located a news brief sound effect. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play that. It may not even show up. It could be kind of quiet, but we'll well, it, and it won't show up for me anyway. It'll yeah. be a surprise when I listen to the show. But since the echoey microphone wasn't really working to begin with, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> actually, I kind of heard that <laughs> news briefs. 
Okay, let's see. What we got here. Uh, the story is the headline of this story is "Man Charged with Peeping in Bathroom." <laughs> Wait, was he peeping like through somebody's bathrobe, or just like he was out in his bathroom? I should, I should probably instead of questioning this, I should probably wait till you actually tell me what the story is. <laughs> Jump on the gun. A 54-year-old Stafford man was arrested Sunday after he was seen looking at a woman in a convenience store bathroom, police said. <laughs> Enjoying this, are you? Yes. <laughs> Sheriff's spokesman Bill Kennedy said a woman was in the Wawa at 105 Garrisonville Road when a man crawled from the next stall and began looking at her. Wait, he crawled from the next stall? Yeah. What were they? Okay, so I'm guessing that this was like she was in the women's bathroom and there was more than one stall. Right. And so he had to have been in the stall. Yeah. So I and crawled under the stall next to it to get to that one. But oh man, way, he, he crawled from the next stall and began. Oh, that's creepy. And began looking at her. <laughs> she screamed and the man ran out of the store and left in a vehicle. I would have kicked him in the head. <laughs> I mean, that your feet are down there. So, I mean, he would have had a black eye. Heaven help him if I was wearing heels that day. He'd have no eye. Witnesses got a description of the vehicle, and Deputy Eric Quinn stopped it a short time later. Barrett Quinton was charged with being a peeping Tom and placed in the Rappahannock <laughs> Regional Jail. <laughs> I need to find out the history of, like, the peeping Tom, you know? The, the, like, the, the, the phrase. You know? Right, right. I really do need to do that. Maybe I'll put that on the blog when I find out. I have one more story, and I actually have a picture to go along with this one that I will post on the blog. Excellent. <clears throat> and not just promise to post it like uh, I... I'll actually post it. Yeah. <laughs> Demonic pear freaks out hungry woman. <laughs> Did you say pear as in, like, like the fruit pear, or pear as in, like, two people? As in the fruit. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. The story begins, Fruit Scare. A New <laughs> Zealand woman got more than she bargained for when she opened this can of pears. <laughs> Feeling a bit peckish, a woman got more than she was expecting when she opened a can of pears. <laughs> Wendy McMahon sat down to open a can of pears and was happily munching away when she went back for a second helping. Oh. The sight that confronted her, a demonic face mysteriously carved into one of its contents, gave her quite a shock. <laughs> Ms. McMahon said she bought the budget brand can of pears from Inver Cargill Pack and Save in New Zealand a fortnight ago. Oh, they're clearly demonic. Thought, oh my God, is that a face? It really kind of shocked me. Her, yeah, her attempts to contact the manufacturer failed to, rev to provide an explanation. So she sent Johnny Depp to collect several engravings from different books. And Indeed. <laughs> it's a reference. If anybody gets the reference, I do not. you'll get a cookie. You don't get the reference? Patrick. I can't tell you the reference because I just said if anybody gets a, uh, gets the reference, I'll give them a cookie. But well, no should, one listens to the show. I, I shouldn't be making promises to send people baked goods in the first place. That doesn't seem like it would be a, well, a sanitary thing. you do, make thing. sure you carve a demonic face into it. <laughs> I should. I just get like a cookie mold. Satan's face on it. Satan's cookies. But I mean, I'm looking at the picture and it, it looks more goofy than it does demonic. 
I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Demonic pears. <laughs> but, uh, it's hell spawn. <laughs> unless you have any, do you have any news stories? Uh, I had I had two small things here. One was a uh, man in burning truck drives to fire station. <laughs> McMinnville, Oregon. Why didn't he truck. just like put the truck out? I I don't know. Truck on fire? Forget calling nine one one. Craig Brown of Carlton just drove a few more blocks the mimic to the McMinnville Fire Station when smoke started to billow from under the hood of his pickup. McMinnville Fire Marshal Eric McMullen, everybody is like McMill, McMull, said a firefighter who'd been outside Friday morning washing an ambulance rushed inside to get help. Firefighters opened the hood and found flames licking around the engine. They quickly grabbed a hose and put out the fire. McMullen said the crew was happy to be able to help without leaving the station. And he adds, we were joking today about our new drive-up service. Not a whole lot, but uh, this was uh, I, the next thing that I have is uh, that new segment that I had uh, thought up, uh, Weird Science. This is not so so much weird as, uh, you know, kind of interesting. It's, it says, uh, Colossal Squid is a big lazy blob. <laughs> uh, it says, scientists say creature just waits for prey to swim by. Measuring longer than a school bus and sporting tentacles covered in razor-sharp hooks, the colossal squid is the stuff of nightmares. However, new research suggests the enormous sea creature may not be the fierce hunter of le legend. Uh, it goes on to say that it's, um, it's in... Uh, it says the so-called giant squid belongs to the genus Archituthis, and it's a different group of animals from the colossal squid. So apparently the giant squid and the colossal squid are different, but it doesn't say which one is bigger. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, so give me a little bit of... I would think, simply because they have a picture here of a colossal squid, I think the colossal squid is probably smaller than the giant squid. Mm. And just because they're like, nobody's ever found a live giant squid. But it's basically... Well, the, the, you know, it's been filmed. Well, it's, 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 it's dead, though. Like and no, they were. No, there's, there's. It's been filmed. I'll try to find the link and send it to you. Okay, that's cool. Um, it says contrary to the image of kraken-like shellfish attacking ships and dragging sailors to the death, new data paints a picture of a mostly sedentary creature. Rather than swimming after prey, the colossal squid would wait to ambush passing passing fish. So it's basically like the oceanic version of a couch potato. Mm. And it's just like sit. I just imagine it sitting on a little couch in the Antarctic. Like mm, I don't want to. I'm going to hunt a hungry, but it's too far to walk to the kitchen. <laughs> Can't you just bring me the food? It, um, also, uh, it also happens to manage a theater. <laughs> That'd be, that's horrible. <laughs> um, what? But they're also, they're also saying that uh, because it consumes uh, and expends less energy than they previously thought, they... It says biologists will need to reevaluate the squid's role as whale food because they always think like whales eat squid all the time and whatnot. And it says, but they said because it's more cold-blooded, it's not really that nutritious, and so the whale isn't getting much by eating it. Um, so they'd have to consume a lot to maintain their lifestyle. So I'm thinking like maybe the squid is just like a potato chip or something like that. You know, it's mm -hmm. something that's not nutritious, but they eat a lot of it. You know, because they want to. Um, I, I don't imagine a whale has ever tasted a potato chip, but I imagine, you know, like the squid you never, is... The you never know. 
<laughs> They've just got, like, bags of lays down there. Mm. <laughs> um, I found out... I found out a neat, weird, interesting thing. Uh, in Hawaii, they don't sell Girl Scout cookies because the you know the cookies have to come over across on on boats, and by the time they get to Hawaii, the the boxes are all like salty and soggy, uh-huh. so they can't sell Girl Scout cookies in Hawaii. Weird. It's just un- they don't have neat. any actual Girl Scout troops in Hawaii. Oh, they have. They, no, no, they, have they just can't ship them. They just can't ship them there. Um, because okay. the cookie makers are here in a, in America, and so or, or in the continental states, and so they would have to ship them to Hawaii, and so instead of selling cookies, they sell like mixed nuts and stuff like that because those can uh, survive and whatnot. But the cookie boxes can't. I would be so pissed. Like if I, knowing now that you know, like Samoas are like the nectar of the gods and whatnot, and. Uh, Every now and then I will buy a box when it's Girl Scout cookie time. Mm-hmm. But, like, having like having tasted... Mints. What? I like the Thin Mints. You like the Thin Mints? Thin Mints are good. Thin Mints are, like, the second on my on my list. Like, Samoas are Sacrilege. at the top. <laughs> Samoas are at the top. We should have a poll on Facebook. You know, th- Thin Mints or Samoas. But, um, like, Samoas are at the top and then Thin Mints. But, like, if you... You, you know, they're, they're addictive. Girl Scout cookies are addictive. Mm-hmm. And... I can't imagine, you know, having the luxury of Girl Scout cookies and then, like, moving to a beautiful place, a beautiful paradise of a place like Hawaii, and then being told that paradise is not paradise because you can't have your Girl Scout cookies. It would be a patent outrage. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that some part of the place would make up for it, you know, like, you know, there are giant turtles and Mm. beautiful flowers, and it is, you know, really pretty, but... No Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I think the giant turtles would make up for it. You think the giant turtles would make up for it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You can't touch them, though, when you're swimming. swimming. Oh, like Which sea sh- turtles? Yeah, sea turtles and I stuff. I was thinking like the, sort of like the Galapagos tortoise. I don't think they live that... Like large that, land. Well, that yeah, I was a little confused about that. <laughs> I don't think that type lives in Hawaii. But I was uh, picturing like a large land tortoise. No, I you and know, and that picturing would someone love to like s- riding about town on one, <laughs> sort of like in Doctor Doolittle. Right. <laughs> you got like a little Doolittle hat. Like, let's go, jeez! It would take you years to get wherever you were going. Just down the street. <laughs> it's like you could have walked to there and back by the time you know. <laughs> oh, that would be horrible. No, I wouldn't want to ride a tortoise, but I do want to see one in the you know in the wild. I would love to see in the wild. Um, there's this one, I think they call them like Lonely Henry or something like that. There's this one turtle, this one tortoise in the, like the tortoise station on one of the Galapagos Islands. And he's the la- like literally the last of his kind. Mm-hmm. He is the last of that type of tortoise. And so they're like, you know, he just kind of sits there. And he's really old. And I just can't imagine being the last of your kind. Because, like, you know, he doesn't have well, anybody... Know, well, that they know of. Hmm? That no, know. I mean, the only place that this tortoise lives is on this island. It's the only place that it can live. And they've been all over the island, you know. They... It doesn't... This is the last turtle. This is the last of this type of tortoise. Um, there are other similar tortoise... Tor- tortoises, tortai. Tortai. I think tortai would be the best... Uh, 
<laughs> Plural. Tortellini. <laughs> I think you're thinking something else. Um, <laughs> tortellini. There's one tortoise, two tortellini. Those are the, those are the little, those are the little tortoises. <laughs> the tortellini. Um, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Man, now I want pasta. Um, but no, yeah, I'd be amused or grossed out. Wait, what? That you want pasta? <laughs> You're a little grossed out that after talking about tortoises, I want yeah. I want pasta. <laughs> well, you said tortellini, so you know. <laughs> I want my turtle pasta. Yuck. But, uh, yeah, so it kind of sad. I, I'm pretty sure his name was Henry, Lonely Henry or something. Hank. But, uh, it'd be kind of sad to be that turtle, you know? I suppose. Yeah, if you get horny, well, there's well, nobody else. If you don't like other t- other turtles, it might be kind of nice. What? If you don't <laughs> like other turtles, it might be kind of nice. Sure. <laughs> I heard, if you don't like turtles. If you don't like other turtles, it might be oh. kind of nice. Okay. I'm sure, though, like, he's not like a hermit turtle. I mean, he's not. it's not like he chose to go off and live in a cave and be like, you know, oh, damn kids, get off my lawn. I don't imagine there are many turtles who are hermits, necessarily. He's just, like, off in his own little world. Hmm. Creating bombs. Um, but no, I mean... You know, obviously, I, I can't speak for turtles, but I would I would think that turtles like to be around other turtles, others of their kind. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wonder if he knows. Dog doesn't like really being around other dogs. No. Well, she does like some dogs, you know, but she tolerates you know. them. Yeah, she tolerates them. But I imagine, like, I wonder if he knows that he's the last of his kind. You know, he's responsible for it. Yeah, <laughs> he went out and murdered them all. <laughs> Like, damn it, I want this entire island to myself. <laughs> but, yeah, that would suck, you know? You lost your kind. I suppose, just a little bit. It would. It'd get very lonely. Like, they had a video of him, and he was just kind of, like, sitting out in this field, like, <clears throat> and he looked lonely, but it could have just been, that, you know, he's a tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> right. They all look lonely. <laughs> It could have been just that he was a tortoise and he's old, you know, so. <laughs> I don't know if that was necessarily, you know, I'm trying to humanize <laughs> an animal. But, uh. <laughs> so some of the sound effects that I've hoarded for the show uh, are left over from my first podcast, uh, TTS Radio. Uh huh. And I just happened to have it scrolled to a certain section of the folder. Is it the no more uh, corn liquor on my. No, it's uh, apparently I have a video clip of the opening credits for Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> I seem to remember you, you guys using that show yeah. or something. Speaking of TTS and sound effects, I I watched the um, source of many of them the other day. I watched Prince of Space. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, look, I, I recognize a lot of these sounds. Like, I <laughs> I enjoy that one. Uh, I, I think one of my personal favorites is uh, Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. Oh, gosh. I just... I don't know how I ever got through that one. It I was so it. bad. It was so bad. I felt so bad for Raul Julia. 
Because I'm like, you know, this is the guy who played uh, Gomez in, in Adam's Family and did right. such a wonderful job. And here he is in this horrible... Well, and I think like... it was actually filmed shortly before he did the first Adam's Family one. Because I think mm-hmm. it was made in the 80s. Right. And so, like, he was already a well-known guy. And it's, Maybe he I mean, owed it's... someone a favor. Maybe. He had sold his soul to get where he was. Anyways, I, I heartily enjoy that one. <laughs> I don't. Especially <laughs> when the uh, the sort of head honcho guy, the, the man of generous proportions, is, is <laughs> on the screen, and they, ha- and they make all the coughing, farting sounds. Yes. <laughs> I seem to remember, like, his head would appear kind of blurry or whatever. It would wave, and then it would appear or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering. Right. I'm not about to run out and rewatch it, though, anytime soon. I think I may uh, see if I can post it to the uh, blog entry. <laughs> a clip of it? <laughs> well, the full thing is available online. Oh, is it? That's, uh, that's how I have a copy <laughs> That doesn't of it. surprise me. They're a like, lot of Mystery Science Theater please the watch episodes this. are available on, like, uh, Google Video and, and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> should bring it to the, the attention of our listeners. <laughs> Anyways, that... And- once again, that humiliating music means two things. Well, it means three things. One, that uh, the final episode of uh, Season 4 is drawing to a close. <laughs> two, that the season is drawing to a close. And three, that we can no longer really, uh, Meg can no longer really hear much of what we're saying. <laughs> it sounds like you just put your microphone in, like, water. And you're trying to talk to it. Like, Patrick, electricity and water don't mix. <laughs> we can more or less hear you. Yeah, I know you have no problem hearing me. Uh, every now and then I can hear you and I can make out what you're saying, but uh, there's no guarantees. <laughs> Probably like sharing your recipe for biscuits or something. Biscuits. <laughs> but, uh, yes. We may or may not be back at the end after the summer. What was that? We may or may not be back after this summer. Oh, really? Well, it depends on... It, honestly, it's going to depend on if I've started school or not. <laughs> I got none of that. I'll just listen to the show to find out what, what the news is about the show. <laughs> I'm, like the last, I'm the last person to find out because I can't hear while we're actually taping. <laughs> like, I could have just fired you and you'd have no idea. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I've just launched missiles towards your house. <laughs> I, I was just saying it's going to depend on whether or not I've uh, started school or not, basically. Okay, yeah. Anyways, on that note... Fare uh, you guys well I, I take for the summer. <laughs> take and, a vow? Uh, yes. I'm taking okay. a vow. All right. And, uh... I can't think of anything witty to say. <laughs> Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs>